0: I am absolutely thrilled that you're here to join us for the new teacher talk. My name is Dr. Matt Olson, and I'm the director of the Taylor Leadership Institute here at the University of North Florida in Jacksonville. As a former teacher and school administrator, just want to take a few minutes to share some of the best practices that I've seen in helping to bring about some positive best practices so you become the best version of yourself One of the things that I often notice from beginning teachers is, how do I know that I'm doing something well? Or how do I know that I'm making an impact? Because quite often, you don't see your impact until later in the summer when you maybe get test scores, even years later when you say, okay, how did I influence these children? Because sometimes when you're in it and it's a day-to-day in the classroom, you don't see how you're moving the dial. You don't see how you're making an impact. So a couple of things that I would love for you to try. These strategies have helped countless educators in terms of how they feel about their jobs, but it's also moving the dial and making impact for the districts and the school as a whole, because when you feel more significant and more valued as an educator, guess what? You're going to show up to work more often. You're going to cut down on sick days and call outs. You're going to cut down on some of the discipline referrals that you're seeing. So you're having more time in class with the students When the teacher's attendance increases, guess what? The student's attendance increases. So all these leading indicators are such strong predictors of student achievement. And these four or five steps I'm going to share with you will help increase your awareness of your significance and also will have a ripple effect of positivity for your students. The first one is called the parking lot rule. And this is one of the most important steps and it's one of the easiest ones you can start doing especially as you're embarking on your career, maybe it's your first year or second year, quite often when we are heading home or even spending the time at home after leaving work, we're thinking about what we could have done better. We're thinking about, oh, that one student that wasn't their best today or that upset email from a parent. Instead, I want you to change that mindset. Because when you think about the positives and think about the positive impact you have, you're actually going to change your whole mindset in terms of the impact that you're having. The parking lot rule goes like this. Every day at the end of your work day, think about your greatest success of that day. What worked out really well? I don't care if it's one interaction with a student, if it's one lesson that worked out really well, if it's one conversation within a small group, or maybe even from a colleague, a positive word you got from a colleague one thing that you did really well, one thing where you had success, one thing that you know you had a positive impact on. And that's where you go in, you think about the positive. And then guess what? I want you to stop worrying about the day that happened. Don't stress about the day tomorrow and just be at peace and be content and really proud of yourself in terms of the positive impact that you've had. That's what I'd love for you to start doing and do it on a daily basis. Have that habit of like, what was my greatest joy today? What was my greatest success? And you'll start to see your own significance in the own impact that you're having rather than waiting for the end of the year evaluation from an administrator or rather than waiting for your test scores to come out or things like that. I want you to really build it in yourself to start looking at your successes, looking at your positive effect, looking at the joy you have in your role. So the parking lot rule is number one. After you've practiced that for maybe about a month and gotten in the habit of doing that, I would love for you to start getting in that mindset of coaching your students into doing something very similar. As a parent of kids, and I know many of you who have children of your own, when you ask them, what do you do in school today? Oh, nothing. What do you learn about today in school? Nothing. We have to start coaching our students in doing some of those same things. So what I would love for folks to start doing is at the end of every day, have an exit ticket for each student saying, what was your favorite thing we did today? Or what is this one thing that you learned? And maybe switch it up each day and each day with a positive that the students can start looking for and students can start documenting their own impact of their own learning or their own joy in your classroom. What you water will grow. If you're focused on the negative and, oh, I need to get better at math or I'm not good at this. I'm terrible at writing, whatever it may be. So often we focus on the deficits rather than the strengths. Even if it's something as simple as, what was your greatest success today? And they say, you know what? I had a great lunch. Or, P.E. was fun or I love that video or whatever it is. So the last thing they think of each day is something positive. So when they go home, they even have their one of their homework assignments is to bring their post-it note that you wrote with the exit ticket and show it to one of their family members or someone at home or every other day. Maybe you collect them and have a chart of all the good things and you could share out a few. So get your students in that mindset. And what's so nice about that is when you start seeing the joy that the students are having in their experience with you, it comes back to you and you're able to see like, hey, I get this. I'm enjoying this because my students are getting something out of it. So try that exit ticket. So first one, parking lot rule. Second one, exit ticket for your students. And then the third one is, I always love this quote, tell your story or someone else will. What are you doing in terms of sharing out the message of the good things that are happening in your classroom? What are you doing to tell the world? I don't care if it's your administration, the school community, families, even the students themselves, when they hear about success, I suggest everyone watch that Rita Pearson TED Talk and the idea of letting students, even if you have some of the most challenging students, letting them know that they're good at something, that they should celebrate some of the good things that they're doing. I suggest every Friday sending out a success email to families and CC your school administration, letting them know all that positive stuff. So you build up that persona and that mindset of, even if we had a challenging week, I'm going to show you those bright spots. I'm going to show you those flowers rather than the weeds that we all hear about. Getting that out there, a monthly newsletter, This is some of the great work that we've done. Here are some of the great experiences. Here are some resources that you can use at home. And have a template so you just fill it in so it's not a heavy lift for you in terms of having to reinvent the wheel, but really get in that mindset. Maybe the first Friday of every month, celebrate what you did in the previous month or last Friday, something like that, where it gets in that mindset. And then the other thing is make sure your successes are displayed around your room so students can see it. Students can see what excellence looks like. I don't care if it's artwork. I don't care if it's exemplars in terms of writing or math or something. And give an opportunity for every student to shine. The idea of really getting to have students find their strengths and talents and allow for a venue to celebrate it and showcase it. Celebrate the the students who are there every day and use attendance as one of those biggest opportunities to say, hey, look at our, our class attendance numbers. Or look at our student uh, participation rates in certain extracurricular activities. Just look at ways to find your successes and the joys in this world. And you're an educator for a reason. It's to make a difference. And if we never stop to celebrate how we're making a difference, it's going to make this role very challenging. And that's why many people leave, because they're not spending the time... You know, they're waiting to get validation from external sources rather than creating this mindset of joy and significance. When you feel significant in your work, guess what? You can do it better. I've seen it all the time. I've seen student test scores increase. I've seen employee retention rates increase. All these things change when you realize, hey, I'm making a difference. Another thing, too, to keep in mind is where are you spending the majority of your day? A lot of times we as educators want to make sure that every student is thriving, every student is overcoming every challenge, and, and I love that. But a lot of times we spend the majority of our time as educators focusing a huge portion of our time on the most struggling students. Be aware of where you're spending your time. When I go into classrooms, I often see the students who are high flyers and doing some really great things. They often are ignored because the teacher is spending a lot of time addressing behavior issues or working with students who are struggling. Make sure that you're aware of your time and give your best your best, because they're going to be the ones that can lift the middle of the group higher. They're going to be the ones that allow you to say like, okay, I'm going to have my challenges. It's not that we don't focus on lifting everyone up, but don't spend 80 or 90% of your day trying to address the behaviors of one or two students when it's taking away from all the students in your class. So just build in time, even if it's grab those two or three or four high flyers and set up a time, maybe during lunch or for school to say, hey, how can I challenge you a little bit more? I love what you're doing. What can we do to make class even better for you? What brings you the most joy in class? let's expand upon that. Don't forget to give your best your best. And then the final one is make sure, and this goes back to Dr. Stephen Covey's uh, seventh habit, sharpen the saw. It's a mindset of make sure you find balance in your life. This job as an educator, your work never stops. You're always thinking about ways to better support your students. You're always thinking about ways to refine your craft and be the best educator you can be. But don't forget, you can't pour from an empty cup. One of the reasons why I love the parking lot rule is getting the mindset of what I did well today, what was my biggest success, and then stop so you can go and be there for your family, be there for yourself. Go for a walk, go take a yoga class, go have a cup of coffee at a local coffee shop. Even watch Netflix where you're taking time for you and the mindset of making sure that you feel refreshed, that you feel recharged, that you're getting sleep, that you're eating well, and even building times during the day. If you're having a stressful day during your break, instead of sitting there grading papers or going over email, go for a walk or go connect with someone. If you're an extrovert people person, go connect with one of your colleagues reach out to them and say, hey, what do you think about this situation? Or, you know, let's talk about something light so I can just kind of refresh and recharge. Those are some of the keys that will really help to transform your first few years in teaching to something where you move the focus on the challenges and the obstacles and move the, oh, I have to do this to a mindset of get to. And you're in this career because you want to change lives. And I really think you focus on the parking lot rule every day. You try that student exit ticket at the very least once a week. Put out those stories, the newsletters, the emails, the constant communication to your administration, your school community, your parents, your families. Let them know the successes that the students are having in your classroom. Give your best your best. Monitor your time around your classroom and who you're focusing on. And then finally, make sure you take time for yourself. Make sure you take time to step away from the job on the weekend. Make sure your weekends are your own. Make sure the evenings you're building in time, even if it's a simple thing as a walk or just something that's there for you. Read a book for pleasure. Go have a nice meal, whatever it might be. But just make sure you take time for you because you cannot change the lives of children if you are stressed, overtired, and all those things that can really drain you. You have the most important job in the world as long as you remember the gifts and talents that you bring. Connect with me on social media, Dr. Matt Olson out of UNF, and I'd love to hear about these success stories. We'll send you some new teacher swag from our university if you tag us on social media and you've implemented some of these things. Thank you for listening. We hope you become a regular follower of this podcast channel. And remember, as a new teacher, we are here to help you.